Hello, and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for the weekend perspective, as well as future perspectives for 2024, for Friday, December 29th, 2023. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to, here it is, the last pod for 2023. It's been another great year of speaking with you and really connecting with my listeners. I'm happy to report that I've had, yeah, an increase in numbers. Not that I focus on the numbers, but let's face it, I focus on the numbers. <laughs> Anyways, it's been just really fun. Uh, like I said, connecting with the listeners, sharing what I see astrologically out there in the world. So yes, we're going to talk about the weekend perspective as we normally do and as as a special bonus, I am going to look forward into 2024 and just look at generally, you know, some trends that, you know, may be coming our way astrologically. I did uh, touch on this at the last new moon. So if you're a new moon person, you may hear some repeats, but it's definitely worth listening to. Okay, first of all, let's get to those themes for the weekend. All right, starting off looking at planetary ingresses, which just means, you know, times when planets change signs. So this is generally when I talk about the moon. And the reason for that is it's the fastest moving planet out there. So moon is currently in Leo. Yes, there it is fixed fire, romance, drama, all of that is on the offering, which feels appropriate, you know, coming into the new year, or New Year's Eve, which tends to be a big year time for those romantics out there. So yes, moon in Leo there, you can expect some flamboyance, you know, some really kind of uh, uh, expiring leadership type of emotions coming forward. So you might be taking a chance in the area of romance. But don't get too worked up about that. Because by the time New Year's Eve comes, the moon moves into Virgo, much more practical, a bit more detail oriented, maybe you're the one taking care of all the plans for New Year's. So that's happening on Sunday, and we'll be there until of course, I speak to you next on Tuesday. But the really big news in planetary ingresses is that today, Friday, uh, Venus is moving into Sagittarius, which also feels pretty nice, you know, again, for those that are really into New Year's Eve, this, you know, Venus really rules love, you know, how we relate to others, how we love and connect with others. This is really what Venus is all about. And being in Sagittarius, as it is shifting into probably by the time you hear the pod, it could be much more around exploring love in relationships, you know, a much uh, more warmth coming forward, a bit more flexibility as Sagittarius is a mutable sign, maybe some inspiration in love, you know, this could be a really great time to quote unquote, meet somebody take a chance as it were, you know, Sagittarius is all about exploring risk taking, kind of just throwing it out there, throwing it out there in the world. And so that may be, you know, what you can expect while Venus is in Sagittarius, it's going to be there until January 21st. So yeah, a nice almost a month here, where we can expect perhaps a bit more inspiration when it comes to love. Let's have a look at the important aspects and aspect patterns that may be coming our way this weekend, starting off right today 
a fun a Thor's hammer. I just love saying that. No, I'm not a promoting a Marvel movie. Or maybe I am. No, I'm not. Anyways, yes, a Thor's hammer. This is a very tense aspect pattern. It's comprised of, again, as usual in most of our aspect patterns, it's a triangle. This one's quite a thick one, I want to think about it. And it's at the base of it, a square, which of course is quite uh, tense. Then the endpoints of that square are sesquiquadrate with the apex planet. And there's a big astrology word for you. So the apex planet in this case is the moon. And so remember that the moon is where we find comfort, our default, so the energies are really driving towards that. It can also be our reactions or our, you know, our uh, emotional responses. So at the bottom here, this square has got, uh, it's kind of an interesting combination. We've got this Mars-Mercury conjunction that's been going on for a bit as Mercury being retrograde is heading towards Mars. So that's in a fairly tight conjunction. And that is squaring, both those planets are squaring Neptune. Yikes. This creates a lot of blurriness, I want to say. So we have actions and ideas and thoughts all represented by Mars and Mercury together. And then the blurriness or the, yeah, the lack of clarity of Neptune. So what does this translate to? Well, it could be, you know, miscommunications or perhaps passive aggressive actions. These are all, uh, you know, hallmarks of this square. Then, you know, trying to find comfort and, you know, uh, yeah, comfort and, you know, perhaps some emotional responses, reactions rather than uh, to this passive aggressiveness or this mis miscommunication. The hallmark of a, of a Thor's hammer is that you're chipping away. So it's not, it's not a slow moving project, as it were, so that perhaps it's about not overreacting to miscommunication or to passive aggressive actions and to really take your time and considering it. Now, keep in mind, whenever an aspect pattern has the moon in it, it's just for the day, because of course, the moon moves on, and it's like it didn't happen. So keep that in mind as well, as perhaps you are reacting to things today. Then tomorrow, nice relief here, a big, beautiful grand trine. I always say big, beautiful grand trine. I'm going to be a little uh, transparent here. I have no grand trines in my natal chart. And so I guess I've got some, I don't know, envy. Anyways, a nice grand trine is a beautiful three-legged uh, stool that gives us a real solid foundation. Now, the fact that it's in fire, meaning all of the planets are in fire signs, is this spark, this inspiration, or this ability to initiate things. And so here, the three planets involved, the moon, Mercury, and Chiron. And so maybe that, you know, this is on Saturday. So maybe some initiation of some communication in order to heal wounds, maybe on the offering, maybe licking our wounds from the Thor's hammer the day before. That's entirely possible. Then by Sunday, this grand trine moves into earth signs because of course it's following the moon. Now we have Jupiter, the moon and sun all in earth signs making a grand trine beautiful. So here it could be a growth in our needs and wants some development in that area. This is a great time to do some visioning, maybe paint a really big picture. That's what Jupiter invites us to do. And no surprise, it's happening on New Year's Eve when everybody's making those lovely resolution. So I feel like that's quite supportive. At the same time, we have a T-squared going on. So the moon also involved in this aspect pattern 
uh, the moon opposite the uh, Saturn, which can be, you know, around having a bit more discipline or limits to your emotional responses. Perhaps there's some messaging from an authority figure, a father figure that could be represented there. Then both of those planets are squaring into Venus, of course, newly arrived um, in Sagittarius. And so here we may get, you know, some more um, release or a catalyst to how we respond to others. And so it might be a bit more of a disciplined reactions or responses as we are, you know, sharing our love with others there on the last day of the year. All right. Well, as promised, I want to have a look at two themes anyways for 2024. Thanks for sticking around to the end of the podcast. I, you know, that was strategic on my part. So the first theme I want to talk about is Pluto and I'm just calling it Pluto on the move, which sounds, you know, kind of oxymoronic, you know, in the sense that Pluto is our slowest moving planet out there. So to say that it's on the move means it's inching forward. Now we had a little bit of a taste of this this year as, you know, Pluto kind of dipped his big toe into Aquarius. Well, now this is going to be fully happening in 2024. Just a bit of a reminder about Pluto. It takes 240 years for it to circle the sun. So this is auspicious when it changes sign because it spends about 20 years in each sign. So it's definitely generational in nature. The last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was 1778 to 1798. And if you're a history buff, I am not, but I, so I looked it up, then you'll remember that this is a period of revolution, the French Revolution, the American Revolution. So revolution is definitely in the offering here when we have Pluto in Aquarius. So yeah, it's moving into Aquarius. It's happening uh, right now. It's currently in Capricorn in the last last dregs of Capricorn. It'll be moving into Aquarius January 20th and will be there until the end of the summer, August 31st. Then it'll go back, retrograde back into Capricorn and, but then we'll enter uh, Aquarius for good, really, uh, on, on November 19th. And it'll be there until 2044. So what can we expect here? Well, we, like I said, we've had a bit of a taste of it. I want to argue that chat GPT, all this AI uh, that we've been talking about in the media and just online generally is part of Pluto moving into Aquarius. This idea that you know, technology is being really affected and transformed by, yeah, by tech. So society has been really affected by technological advances. And that's, that's just quintessential transformation represented by Pluto and technology represented by Aquarius. The other, you know, kind of tagline is deep logic. Pluto goes deep. It rules, naturally rules Scorpio. And so there's nothing, you know, surface or light about Pluto's transformational energies. And so using, uh, you know, the um, interpretation of Aquarius, which is logic, so deep logic, really going deep to that. And then the other kind of general theme is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I'm not going to break into song, but it is that auspicious time when we move into Aquarius, like I said, 20 years of uh, Pluto into Aquarius. Okay, and then the other theme I wanted to talk about was uh, an important conjunction that is happening in um, April this year, and that is between um, Jupiter 
and Uranus. So Jupiter and Uranus will be meeting at 21 degrees, 49 minutes of Taurus. So both of them in Taurus. Now, this is a 14 year cycle. I want you to think of you know how I talk about each you know month at the new moon, it's the resetting of the lunar cycle. Well, any pair of planet planets can have a cycle. And so this is the resetting of the Uranus-Jupiter cycle. The last time uh, that they were conjoined or at the same spot was 2010-2011, and that happened in Pisces. So here, what are kind of the general themes that we can think about? Well, you know, Uranus is about this unexpected energy. So sudden changes in growth, which is about Jupiter, culturally, economically, and politically. So I am speaking, you know, very much high level here on a global uh, perspective. And so I did do I did do a bit of writing about this. So I actually want to read to you uh, what I wrote. So bear with me. The resetting of the Jupiter Uranus cycle begins in April 2024 with the shift from Aries Pisces as seen in the last cycle in 2010-2011 to grounded and physical Taurus. The next 14 years may see sudden changes and growth in areas that include the social sphere, culturally and politically. From a political perspective, there may be the unexpected move by countries to explore and expand their boundaries. The erratic energy of Uranus may emerge through changes in land use or countries that even change and work to grow in size. With certain countries, perhaps an emergence of unconventional dogmas and belief systems where groups may be solidifying greater independence and freedom. Governments may opt to have greater reliance on digital currency. Culturally, trends that may include expanded belief in astrology through the use of technology to, to deliver interpretations. In general, this could be the new cycle of technological innovation involving the use of land or resources. Just as cars are now ordered or purchased online with no-touch delivery, think Carvana, there may be new systems for land purchases. This new delivery system for real estate may be created in this cycle where technology shows us innovative ways to trade and increase our real estate holdings. Unexpected urban sprawl may be in the offing, culminating in a much needed correction in land value. There may be an overconsumption of technology, although we seem to be pretty good at consuming currently. There may be a new and shocking sensual practices that become all the rage, perhaps the use of virtual reality to allow greater meaning for simulated physical touch. This embodies a theme of an expansion of philosophy or value systems that are disseminated through unique technological advances. Another trend that may emerge is an unexpected increase in philanthropy or generous giving from unexpected sources. Well, that's just a little bit of writing for me and, you know, a look forward into 2024. Of course, if you want to know how it affects you particularly, you need to figure out where 21 degrees Taurus is in your chart. And that would tell you perhaps the area of life more specifically for you. Of course, a trained astrologer can certainly help you with that.
That is your pod. And as I said, the last one for 2023, it's been an absolute thrill and honor for me to hop on uh, this weird medium we call podcasting twice a week to uh, chat with you about astrology. Of course, if you have any questions about anything I've mentioned on the pod or something specific about your chart, certainly reach out. I am a working astrologer, as it were. Uh, And of course, the best way to get a hold of me is through my email. That's astrologyd. Eva, that's DVA at gmail.com. I wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2024. I'll be back next week, as usual, to give you my astrological perspective from my soapbox. Until then, I wish you a fantastic day, and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.